Maybe this body is a house. Bones are the foundations, the creaks and groans of settling timbers are the secrets of dreams left to gather dust. Maybe you think the heart must be at the centre of it all, the sofa in the living room, the dinner table, the TV. But no, look deeper. Scurry down the wooden steps into the basement. There it is, beating as quietly as it can. Maybe once it sat on the mantle, but then it was taught shame. Maybe this is a haunting, and I, a ghost in my own house, my own body, took down the heart and put it where no one could question it or scrutinise it or deny it, even if it meant being unseen. Welcome to the Known Your Bones podcast, an arts and heritage project that shines a light on the sunshine vitamin D. For the last two years, we've been exploring its all-powerful influence on all our lives. Today's episode explores the lives of women. Spanning hundreds of years before the advent of medicine, women have developed home remedies and herbal medicines to treat diseases. The knowledge of this was often passed down through recipe books or oral histories. They would add to them from their own knowledge or what they had learnt from others. There were also stories of women that had faced prolonged opposition from men within their field. We discovered the remarkable stories of women such as Dr Cecilia Payne, an astrophysicist that changed our understanding of the sun, and of Dr Cecily Williams' work in Ghana and Malaysia. Her practice of listening to local women helped to recognise a disease that was having a devastating effect on children that was being wrongly diagnosed in the medical community. She faced both prejudices for her gender and the field of work. Here in two senses, the colony as the periphery to the metropolis and maternal and child work as undervalued periphery to more central branches of medicine. Archives have shown us the ways women across the ages nurture and heal themselves, interrogate the intricacies of the universe and medicine, creating better worlds for others. Autograph, established in 1988, was the first photographic agency dedicated to supporting the practice of black photographers. Their exhibitions and archives enabled us to hear and see the voices of people that are often the subjects of history and archives, the ones categorised and described, but their work is an exploration of those voices from the perspective of black and Asian communities. We looked at Maxine Walker at Autograph. Her untitled exhibition focused on representation of black womenhood and their multiple layers. The Known in Your Bones project was led by female artists and young women working with the wider community, exploring the multiple layers of vitamin D and how it is impacted by food, environment, season, pollution, clothing, health, culture, personal choices, and the list goes on. All these differences in cultural, socio-demographic factors come into play, and even though we may think of the sun as something unifying, we all experience and have access to it. It isn't that simple. To use the metaphor of light, it became a prism to which to view the world and the experiences uniquely felt by women and their daily lives as mothers, daughters, researchers, artists, or just as women navigating society. To have opportunity to be just with other women, outdoors, where light can touch our skin, is rare to find particularly when you have grown up in environments where access to nature was embedded in your way of living. Now subsequent generations of girls and women are learning to adapt to new environments that don't feel so welcoming. Power plays a significant role in women's lives, where historically, and still to this day, the unequal dynamics have meant how they choose to live their lives is greatly impacted. In our research, we came across cases where women who were experiencing low levels of calcium were being accused of witchcraft because of how it affected their body and behaviour. Women also took the role as healers and herbalists, and their knowledge of science was at times seen as threatening, and their expertise was not perceived as legitimate, but supernatural. 
the accused were largely female. Those accusing had a higher social standing and access to resources, which was pivotal in how their guilt was perceived. Act like a lady, how absurd. The silliest thing I've ever heard. Be prim and proper, never swear, and always shave my body hair. Be happy with my pay cut, spend hours on my makeup. My eyebrows here, I need to pluck. I've got to have some children, yuck. Those are the things I'll never do. I'm sorry, it's not up to you. All these things, yes, could be done, but then I'd never have any fun. Alice Walker, in her 1983 book, In Search of Our Mother's Garden, Women as Prose, she narrates her reverence for women, their talents and abilities beyond the boundaries of race and class. For the women who, she says, love music, love dance, loves the moon, loves the spirit, loves food and roundness, loves struggle, loves the folk, loves herself regardless. We mask ourselves, personae and roles, cover us up, as we go about our daily business of being parents, friends, employees, and bus passengers. But what happens when we strip away the surface? I'm part Nigerian and Jamaican. I am whole black. I'm part Londoner and foreigner. I'm part welcome. I'm partial to big hoop earrings and low-cut tops, partial to days lost to FIFA and sneaker drops. I am whole woman. I'm part sinner and believer, part realist and daydreamer. Sometimes I stare at digital clocks and wait for the numbers to form satisfying patterns. Other times I move so fast I have aged years in between memories. I'm part good grades, part outstanding suspension records, part diversity on the front of school brochure, part lessons sitting in corridors outside the classroom, part place on the debate team, part teacher says don't talk back to me, and part light rain, part hailstones, I am hostile. I am everything the farmer needs to reap his harvest. Some say I am jazz, the literal embodiment of chaos, cacophony of noise, born from ancient wisdom and ancient boozing and ancient laughter. Others say I am country pop, Taylor Swift's glory days, the calm and familiar ease of a southern school. I am warmth and teenage love stories, multicoloured barns. If you were to ask me, I would tell you I am more than playlist, more than genre, more than Spotify and iTunes. I am every word of your favourite song. I am the tune you cannot get out of your head. <laughs> I am national orchestra and stripped back vocals. I am whole music. Some days I write a thousand different letters to a thousand different people. I fall in love with every stranger I meet. I marry all of my friends. Other days I can't even spell my own name. I audibly boo when people propose on TV. I forget all my friends' birthdays. I am whole heart and heartbroken. I'm part this, part that, part dog, part cat, part freeform, part structured format, part aching bones, part acrobat, part blank canvas, part paint splat, part I don't love you, part take me back. I believe in aliens and miracles and true love. Yet sometimes I don't believe in myself. I am whole, beautiful, beautiful contradiction. Lonely Your Bones is an all-change production in partnership with London Metropolitan Archives, supported by National Lottery Heritage Fund. <laughs>